It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour. Bonjour. You know, means hello in French, of course. It's Simon Marcel. And I must say, it's not a single time when I don't start this show that I don't think with gratitude to how America has allowed me, A, to become American, B, to also become a syndicated talk show host at your service to talk love and relationships. I'm telling you because some other hosts, maybe they take it more like granted, but for me, it was a long road. I mean, it's, it's, it's 14 years in the making uh, from <laughs> a crazy phone call in Cleveland to a new station who gave me a shot back in 07 to where we are now. It's a long, long road, but a wonderful road. So in life, you gotta trust yourself, trust the universe, actually same for love. Keep the faith. I always say that on my post and you can see it at Rendezvous Radio. Now back to you. Any questions for me? 855-905-8255. Any questions for me? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Danny. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Danny. What's going on with your mom? How can I help her? Well... She's been a widow for 10 years, and my sister and I finally got her to agree to create an online dating profile. Mm-hmm. And she was really excited at first, but however, it's just really causing her a lot of stress now. So I just needed your advice. When you say it's causing her a lot of stress, why is your mom so stressed out by online dating? Well, it's, it's her age category is 70 and above, and she's realizing that the men that are reaching out to her there, she's looking for a friend, someone to have maybe a cocktail, have some conversation with, and they're really looking for like a final caregiver. So it's really, it, it actually backfired on us. So I just didn't know if you had any advice, whether we should continue to keep her, you know, interested in pushing her this way or what we should do because we were, we really thought we finally had her in a good spot where she was ready to meet someone, but it's, it's backfiring on us. Well... Um, Danny, I understand, but in the crazy world we live in, the good news by not meeting anybody right now, it keeps us safe. So we have time for us on our end. Um, the second thing is you have to believe in the universe in the sense of there is a guy, a fellow, uh, probably to the same age, who's also looking to, you know, not for a nurse or the final moments, but for a friend. And so my advice is to say, you know, don't lose the faith. You've got to keep the faith, mom. You've got to stay in life and remember... If you get frustrated and you don't do it, you have zero chances. It's safe, it's entertaining, and, and um, seeing it as a nice way to connect, even to chat a little bit online is nice. Takes away her loneliness, a little chatting. How, I mean, it can't hurt her. It's nothing more safe than chatting with somebody. So right. my advice okay. to you is to tell her, keep the faith, trust the universe, and mom, continue to online date until you find the right person. Okay, great. Thank you. That's awesome. You're most welcome. I have a mom too now. She's married, but I would tell that to my own mom if she was, if she was a widow. So I, I understand. You've got to keep the faith. Thank you, Danny, and have a good night. Thank you. You too. Coming up, I am going to go answer Brooklyn's email because she met a man she was talking to online for months, and when they met, something happened, and she's not sure what to do. So I'm going to help Brooklyn next. So I got an email from Brooklyn at therendezvousshow.com who says, Bonjour, Simon. I met the man I've been talking to online for months and he lied about his height. He said he was six feet and he's actually only 5'8". 
We didn't talk about it, and he wants to go out again, but I hate the fact that he lied. What do you think I should do? Ah, that's a good question. Should you give a second chance to a person you meet for the first time now that you know they lied to you on their profile? I'll tell you what I think next. What would you do if you were in Brooklyn's shoes who sent me that email? Because basically she talked to a man for months online, things were going well, then they met, and when they met, she realized that he lied about his height on the profile. Um, because he said he was six feet, but he's actually barely 5'8". So Brooklyn says, you know, we didn't talk about it during the date, but he wants to go out again, and she hates the fact that he lied. What should I do, goes Brooklyn. My advice is don't see him again because I can see you upset and I understand lying is bad. Uh, and lying about things like this is even stupid because, you know, you can tell you have a lot of money when you don't and people don't realize this, I guess, at first. But this is really, this is, this is insecurity. So I guess that's, that's why he lied. But anyway, uh, I think you shouldn't see him again and it's not a good sign when somebody lies on their profile anyway. It's for sure a red flag. So don't see him. That's my advice. You call the next. Bonjour, Beth. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Beth. Um, what's going on with your boyfriend and the dishes at home? How can I help you? So he just keeps leaving his dirty dishes in the sink. And I've tried just washing my dishes and ignoring his dishes and letting them pile up. And maybe he would get, you know, get the picture that he should do his dishes but they just keep piling up and then I end up having to do them. Um, when you talk about it with him, Beth, what is his answer? He says, oh, I'll get to it or I'm busy right now. I'll, I'll do it some other time. And it's like that other time never comes. I see. Is he helping you with other things in the house or not? Um, no, not really. Okay. So, I mean, before you guys moved in together, did you guys discuss the deal or it was like you thought he was going to do his half? I mean, how did that happen at the beginning? Yeah, I mean, I thought he would, he would you know, just do his, his share because when he was living at his old place, it was really clean, you know, so I assumed that he was, you know, good at upkeeping the house, but I don't know. Apparently not. No, apparently not. <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask you a tough question, but why would you continue to live and stay and date a man who's so, you know, disrespectful to you and so not paying attention to what you're saying? Give me a couple of good reasons why you would want to stay with a man like this. Uh, honestly, I mean, the financial, um, we, um, he's the only one working right now, and I've been home on unemployment. Um, okay. So that's probably the biggest biggest thing for me right now understood so um in this case if it's not for love really because if it's for i i would understand then maybe you, you just you know for the time being you um ask him to uh, uh maybe um in return of you you know helping at the house so much maybe you get like all extra money or something i would i want you to get something back in return for what you're doing you know we can talk about it say listen uh if i'm going to do all the house cleaning like a housekeeper, then, you know, let's talk about you know, what I'm getting out of this because, you know, I think it'd be fair that maybe uh, I get extra cash or something so that, you know, you discuss the deal. I said, I'd rather you, you know, wash your dishes and do your part, but if not, I, I think I deserve something in return. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. 
So that's my advice, is to find a compromise where he gives you something, do something, you're okay with it. It's not humiliating at all. It's, it's, it's a deal. It's a job, side job. Okay, I'll, I'll do this. You give me extra money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome, Beth. So good luck to you. Stay patient, and let's see if that helps you, okay? Awesome. Thanks. So what are the different constructive ways to resolve conflict when it comes to your relationship at home? I'll tell you that next. So my last caller... Beth was, you know, worried because she lives with a dude who refuses, always being, you know, just silly or lazy, doesn't want to do the dishes, ever. She tried everything. So I said, you know what, um, since he's making more money than you, ask him for some money. And, and she agreed. And, and so what is the best way, the constructive way, when you have an issues at home? It's never to yell. It's never to threaten. It's never to try to be you know, sneaky. No, the best way is to open up the conversation and make a deal. Now, remember, in negotiation, the first who speaks up loses. Rule number one. Rule number two, you never get what you deserve, you get what you negotiate. And the rule number three, stay with me. I'll tell you that next. So how do you resolve a good conflict when you're negotiating at home? So don't forget, rule number one, the first who talks loses. Rule number two, you never get what you deserve, you get what you negotiate. Rule number three, there is no good deal unless it's a win-win situation. It can't be I want it all, regardless on your side. So you got to find and you compromise a win-win situation. Whether it's the dishes you get paid, whether it's like the cooking and the guy or the girl buy the groceries or whatever. It has to be a win-win. If you win it all, it's a bad deal. It will lead to major drama. Please keep those three rules in mind. In any aspect of your life, it can help you. And now, your calls and new questions are next. If you have um, a doubt, a dilemma, or a question for me about your relationship or your love life, call the rendezvous now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Janine. Bonjour. Bonjour, Janine. What's going on? How can I help you? Well, I'm a little overwhelmed by the online dating situation, which I'm forced into because of COVID. Um, I feel like very overwhelmed by all the different people on the app. I, it just creates a lot of guilt and anxiety. But I also mm -hmm. feel like, well, almost a year has now, you know, like so much time has gone by that I don't want to just sit around waiting for some miracle person to walk down the street. You, you're right about that. Um, just explain to me in your own words, what is uh, stressing you out so much in the fact that when you're online date, you get those texts? Or, I mean, what is it that you think is overwhelming you? Uh, I feel like um, I feel bad for saying no to people. I feel bad for letting these men down or like I just feel obligated once I engage. And the thing with the app is in order to even proceed, you have to swipe one way or the other. So a lot of those, I mean, I'm getting a little bit better at letting that go, but once I've met someone or FaceTimed with someone, I can tell yeah. pretty quickly, or maybe I'll give them two shots, but I don't want to just go someone. I'm not someone that can go someone. I'm just not that person. And, um, and I've had men get mad at me, you know, when I've said, this isn't going to work or we're not a match or, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't want to see you again. Then it's like, Oh, you know, then, I, then I'm going to incur some sort of wrath from them. Okay. Um, 
I think you probably suffer a little bit from trauma from guys who, who, who made you feel really bad for not wanting to go out with them, right? There's a bit of that. Um, maybe. And, and the guilt. Maybe. Or, yeah, I, it's, I feel guilty a lot on the app. Mm -hmm. I feel guilty. Okay. But when you say no to a man, it's not meant to be. You have zero guilt to have. You just free this man and yourself to find the right mate, the other half of the star. So you have to look at when you say no to a liberation and not an act against them, but a liberation. Because you're looking for that one, he's looking for that one. Um, and, you know, I understand you're certainly very charming and all that, and they want to date you, but if you don't feel like it, please remember you're giving them a chance to find the right person for them. Zero guilt to have. That's this true. Is, you know, it's like I'm doing the right thing. I'm not going to, you know, play somebody or play nice with somebody because they can't take the truth that I'm not the one. But you've got to remind them, trust the universe. That one you're looking for is out there looking for you. So don't waste your time with me. I'm not interested. Oh, that's good. I so, like that. Thank you. That's all helpful. right, Jenny. I understand. Good luck to you and have a good Thank night. Thank you. Thank you so much. You too. Coming up, I am going to go listen to Trisha's voicemail because she needs my help for a guy she's seeing, so that's next. So remember, if you have a question for me, and not just doing show hours, but 24-7, just call me at 855-905-8255, leave me a voicemail, and I'll get to it, just like for Trisha's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Trisha. Um, the person I'm dating right now, we've been together for like four months I think it is now and uh, he's just on Instagram all the time and I really want to bring it up to him that I don't want to continue with him if he's going to be on Instagram all the time doing these selfies every day and um, sometimes I'm in these posts and sometimes I'm not and I prefer not to be but it's really just the whole Instagram thing he's spending way too much time on it and it's making me uncomfortable um, so I don't know if this is a deal breaker or not should I bring it up to him it's really affecting our relationship um, thank you so much. I love your show, and I'm really looking forward to hearing what you think about this. Trisha, thanks for the voicemail and the question, what should you do indeed if your partner is always on Instagram and it annoys you? I'll tell you that next. What would you do if you were like Trisha who left me that voicemail because her guy is always on Instagram and it annoys her and, and she's really tired of it. I mean, you know, not paying enough attention. So, um, two things, Trisha. A, you said you only dated him for four months, so you guys, you know, it's only the beginning. It's not a good sign that he's already, you know, full-time on Instagram and not paying much attention to you. My advice is to make it a deal-breaker indeed. Um, because uh, when you're dating somebody, hopefully, especially at the beginning, this is like a bad sign, you would want to spend time with them, not be on your Instagram 24-7. And I know a lot of us do that. Um, I live alone, so um, except my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis, Instagram is a friend of mine, just to be distracted from loneliness. But if you're in a relationship, it's a red flag. So Trisha, talk to him about how you feel about this. And if he doesn't understand, then just date somebody else because he's not going to change if he doesn't understand. That's my advice. Good luck to you. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Angelina. Bonjour, how are you? Good, good. Welcome to the rendezvous. So I understand you've learned something, something romantic in the past year with uh, your partner. Tell me what happened and what you learned. Yes. So in the beginning of our relationship, I had a really difficult time 
telling him things, like when I was angry or if something bothered me or whatever it was. So what he decided to do was every month we would sit down naked, but back to back, and it was a safe space for us to visit the month to see how things went, what needed to be improved, what felt uncomfortable. So we just started developing, developing the habit of just having that safe space once a month. So now uh-huh. the hard things that I found difficult have become a little bit easier. Wow. And why do you have to get naked to do that? I don't know. I just think it added a little bit more to it. <laughs> Maybe that was his <laughs> idea. Um, but now I'm just kind of committed to it. I guess it, it sends like a sense of vulnerability maybe. You're exposed, Agreed. so you're exposing yourself and your heart and everything else. I think it just kind of tied in. I like that. I like that. That's that's a great story. Angina, thank you so much for sharing. That's the first I hear like this. So, you know, people have always new ideas, and I'm always here to learn them and hear them. So thank you very much, and have thank a good you. night. I learned from the best. Have a good night. <laughs> thank you. Last question of the night. Were you afraid to tell your partner that you love them for the first time? Let's talk about that next. Were you afraid to tell your partner that you love them for the first time? The famous L word, <laughs> I love you, or in French, je t'aime, in Italian, ti amo, in Spanish, te quiero, ich liebe dich even in German. Anyway, were you afraid to tell your partner you love them for the first time? 50% of you voted yes, 50% of you voted no on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Was I afraid maybe a couple of times in my youth? Am I afraid now? I mean, I'm... I'm looking forward to it, so no. Uh, but I get it. When you're younger, you can be afraid to say the L word for the first time. Thank you so much for voting, by the way. Thank you for spending the evening with me. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.